Now that's a hint and a half for your ass. So we like technically Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> Which one are you? Let's not get into that. Whoever gets there first, then we Sometimes you just gotta meet a dumb motherfucker. Where he's at. Great. Welcome to Hit Now. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Uh, LL Cool J. Oh, okay. No, no, no. LL Cool J? It's been a long time. No, Timberland. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. Definitely uh, before my time. Step two. Step. Aaliyah. You know the song. Maybe. I don't know. And before that, it was Rock Him. Oh, I definitely don't and, know who that, that is. Wendy Williams yeah, would have him on. I was like, who is this guy? You don't know, rocking my law. That, that's the, why uh, you definitely uh, years beyond me. Keep trying to deny it, but <laughs> that's uh, you only a couple months old, younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but yeah, welcome back to another episode. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to like and subscribe. Oh, I don't know what the fuck wrong with y'all. God damn, it ain't that hard. We got a demerit for foul language. That was weird. We we did from who? Some random comment. Mm-hmm. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> We'll try to keep it a little PG this time. Nah, keep it pushing. Freedom of speech. <laughs> we like to exercise that. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about today? I know there's a lot, uh, I guess, summer loving, if you want to call it that. A lot of yeah, celebrity I mean, couples have been we, in the headlines. We're still in the, we're still in the glow of entanglements and Jada Pinkett, even though that felt like that got washed through the, the news cycle, but right there's some legendary shit we ain't gonna stop talking about that for a minute and then you know we got uh the kim and kanye the kanye running for president kim crying in the car on the line of wendy's <laughs> and megan i don't yeah. know what that's about but megan toy that's some gangster oh, love right there <laughs> a miraculous shooting where you get shoot in both your feet but the yeah. bullets don't hit bone when your foot know. is like 90 percent bone Maybe she got shot in the webbing of her foot. Yeah. I don't know. All of these celebrity couples brought us to discuss how to find a mate or what you would you how to pick a mate, I should say. So these yeah. celebrity couples, they've been having some weird situations. Some good, some bad. When you think of a lifetime partnership, like Will and Jada, they say they're what did they say? Bad marriage for life? Yeah. So they're they to get a bad marriage for life. I mean, all these considered for a long time, they were like the paragon of black relationships. You know, them and Jay-Z and Beyonce. And I think we could still leave them there at the top of the heap. They're still together. They had some struggles. Not Jay-Z and Beyonce, yeah. Yeah, you know, Jay-Z cheated and Beyonce took him back. Jada was entangled and Will Smith, I guess, took her back or however we want to. They took each other back. Yeah, her sins are forgiven. But but, yeah, it's definitely tough. I feel like a lot of young people more so are moving towards entangled lifestyle if you want to call it that no titles no labels no obligations just you know mm. nice dinners and, and whatnot yeah little isn't that, isn't that a, uh what, what, what do young people call it a situation or a yeah situationship but, but yeah, a spoken yeah, yeah, situationship was, uh... some people prefer to do those unspoken ones and i don't think those work but once you establish what you're doing and how you're doing it i feel like it may it maybe could work I I, I don't know personally, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe right. it could work, you know. <laughs> right, but you know, in the Bahamas, like we never really learn how to date. So se. true, oh, man. Because like, you know, be in high school and you see a girl, you like, and she like you, then we going. So pretty I mean, much, that's yeah. my girl, and <laughs> yeah, we never really learn how to date. I don't know what the young kids are doing today. 
can't. They're not dating. They're probably doing the same thing. Two phone calls twice a week. And that's a relationship. If yeah. you, you're lucky, if your mother let your dogs to go to the mall. So at least for the younger ones in high school now. Yeah. College, uh, college yeah, age I people. Know. I don't know. Yeah, the young adults, the young professionals. What y'all doing? Are they y'all dating? I think, yeah, I think we're dating and, and setting boundaries, which is a good thing. So like, you know, if you are a guy, you like to hang out with your boys or you like to stay home and play game. You don't necessarily want the pressures of having a girlfriend who likes to go out and be seen and take pictures and all of that. So you're like, you know, I like you or whatever, but I'm not ready for a relationship. And if it's not a vain thing and then you generally have feelings for each other, why not wait and feel it out and see what's going on? Because, you know, you're only getting older. You're going to die someday. What's the rush? Better to do it the right way and be happy. You know, some of these fellas ain't really ready to grow up then. That's true. Them you can you see, don't, you see don't it from both sides. It's just immaturity on both sides. Yeah, but those are the, like the, the fugazi relationships where they do everything for social media. I don't get that either. Like, if you have a healthy relationship, I don't think everything needs to be on social media unless you're making money. Nah, even then. Even then. <laughs> we're looking at Meg and Tory Lanez and you might say, well, but we don't know if they to get on. Mm-hmm. But that's a that's an odd looking couple. I mean, I agree. Megan is basically six feet tall and Tori is basically five feet tall. If that. But I saw the first picture I saw them, I thought they were like really good pals. Jay-Z had this annual party. I don't know what it was, like a power party. Uh, the know? Rock Nation brunch? Yeah, and they were there and they were like <laughs> laughing together. And I was like, they, and it was, they even got memes. Like, it looked like a healthy, happy pair of friends. Mm-hmm. So when all of this stuff came out, I was like, how did Meg get with Tori? What did she do? Mm-hmm. Or what happened for him to get so happy? If they even together. Even just hanging out? Like, I don't see yeah. them as friends mm-hmm. socially. Yeah. Cause I don't know if you know about quarantine radio, but Tory Lanez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that's a whole nother thing. And I know Meg likes a good time, but that's probably beyond her good time. So yeah. for them to be hanging out or dating, it's kind of weird to me. They may have some connection, who knows? Or they might have who knows? managed to keep it a situation ship, but I, I can't see that either. It's just <laughs> it seemed like Tory Lanez is chasing waterfalls. And I agree. He needs to stick to the rivers and the lakes like he used to. Absolutely. This might be a little bit out here. I know you big time rapping. You got all the jewelry and you was a millionaire. You from Canada or Toronto or wherever the fuck. Maybe, maybe you might want to set this one out. Maybe you don't want to climb this mountain, little man. But I feel you, you, that's you might thing. be a little too short for could. that ride. He maybe thought he could because because yeah. some shorter guys, like you say, they have insecurities. So they want to go right. for girls kind of. I wouldn't say out of the league, but that they think are unattainable. So for him, being with Meg was a win in whatever yeah. way possible. I was. mean, it is. But, I mean, are you are you mentally equipped to, to handle <laughs> that little man? Exactly. And the, the thing is, Meg was with another rapper. And uh-huh. they, uh, I guess, amicably broke up. But he got mad at her because she was like, I'm single now. So, I don't know. Maybe an ego thing and Meg don't care. Because she's a young girl. She's from Houston. She has total independence of her life. So, you know, the last Making thing she's trying money. to do is... The last thing she's trying to do is, is submit to a, so. to a machoist man, you know? To a, a fragile little man. But we don't even know that we're there together. So, this is all alleged. We're yeah. just assuming that. Begs the question, you know, when you're out there looking for somebody to spend some time with, to settle down with... What you're looking for, you got to be making sure you're picking the right person. You got to be making sure you're mentally equipped to to deal with whatever they got going on. Yeah, to you have know? a good, good understanding. I think Will and Jada, despite the entanglement, they're a steady couple. They understand each other and they have set boundaries, even from the beginning, on what they would deal with. I watched an interview they did. I think it was a Red Table Talk and Will said uh, him and Jada were out and they had a little spat and they 
took it to another room and Jada cursed. Like, you know, you talk, you're aggravated, you curse. And we'll, mm-hmm. or I think it was the other way around. And Jada was like, you know, don't curse at me. Like, I don't want to establish that way where, you know, tossing around words like that. And I feel like that's a good mantra to live by. I live by that. Like, you know, I may curse in conversation, but uh, with who I'm with, like, I'm not going to curse at you. I don't believe in that. Because once you start escalating things <laughs> to certain levels, honestly, yeah, you say like, that now. <laughs> in my maturity now, I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's important to set good boundaries and understand what you're willing to deal with and what you're not willing to deal with. And I feel that's what Will and Jada did. And it's given them longevity. That's not a bad principle to take away from their relationship. Yeah, one would hope. Should be. Once you reach a certain age in life, you should try to figure out your non-negotiables. Mm, and that's important okay. so for me a definite non-negotiable is ambition like you have to be ambitious i'm pretty ambitious in life i mean i'm not mm. trying to be the next oprah or nothing but at the same time i'm gonna aim for the moon and if i hit the stars that's pretty good you know so definitely need someone who's equally or on par with ambition um similar minded with financial literacy and and, and financial maturity i feel mm. like a lot of people lack that especially in their earning years like we're in now you get a little bit of money or some money that you never had before and want to go home, but you got to think long-term. Yeah. And some other stuff like gender roles is a big thing. I see people have been discussing now for me, you know, growing up in the Bahamas, we pretty traditional to an extent. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so I guess. Are, was, you, are you in that, in that mold? I feel like you no. kind of buck tradition. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm pretty like fuck tradition. I mean, I understand. I wouldn't say the necessity or the, but more so the practicality of some gender roles in certain situations. But I'm not going to be with anyone who's going to be like, well, I want a woman who cook and clean for me. You're a functioning adult. You should be able to cook and clean, period. Man, woman, Mm -hmm. in between, like, you know, you should be able to take care of yourself before I would elect to want to help you. So nobody wants dead weight, I believe. Yeah, you know, woman want no dumb man too. Exactly. So what about you? Well, you're, you're spoken for, but... Did yeah. you consider any of these things along the journey? Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I always remember, and this is like some of the best advice my dad gave me, he was like, when you're picking somebody to decide to marry or, you know, consider, you should always look at how they treat their parents because how they treat their parents is a good indicator of how they might treat you. So that was one of the things that I always looked for. And then I always wanted somebody who would encourage me to be my best self mm-hmm. or to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of what I wanted to do or what corners I thought I could have cut or something like that. I just always wanted somebody to be like my, my conscience almost. That's pretty good. Me. Yeah, you know, it's the little things, the little things. <laughs> Wise words from an old man. <laughs> That's pretty good so, advice. So, you know, there's another thing too when it comes to like the Bahamian context and our Bahamian reality is our religion and our spirituality. That's another big thing. Um, you know, we like to do the weddings in the churches and, you know, the old people say, like, God bless your marriage and all that other good stuff. Is that a is that a thing to you now? Like, could you see yourself marrying someone who isn't Christian or someone who's atheist? Um, uh, I'd say yes, off the bat, because I, mm-hmm. I thought about it, established in my head that you, I wouldn't let religion be a deterrent in dating. Mm-hmm. I know it's a big factor. And for me, I would always want to have that discussion and to see how far your religiosity goes, just to know like what I'm getting into. Because, you know, while we are Christians, mostly for the most part in the Bahamas, by faith and by religion on a checkbox, there's certain Christian practices. <laughs> I'm serious. Certain yeah, on a checkbox, yeah. Yeah. 
certain Christian practices that we have and that we carry out. Like, you know, you may do a communion or, you know, Sunday may be a quote unquote Sabbath or whatever. And you may meet someone that you really like and five months in you find out that they're like probably Muslim or they may be an atheist. So how do you navigate that knowing you have strong values that you were brought up with? It may not be yeah. anything like, you know, saying three pairs a day, but to that person, it may be that serious. So you got to consider those things in dating and finding a mate too. You definitely have to have those conversations about religion, gender role, important finances. Yeah. Was that something you had to navigate? Um, a conversation? Well, yeah. Did you have a conversation at all about religion? No. You just I mean, played it by air? <laughs> it wasn't that big of a deal to me. And I guess it was, it was kind of fine that my partner is Christian, even though she isn't as devout or spiritual as I am. We both mm-hmm. have the same religious beliefs. Okay. So that wasn't a bridge I had to cross, thankfully, because I can only imagine what that would have been like to explain to my to my old lady or my aunties, you know, to be like my my wife or my expected or my partner is Buddhist or Muslim or she doesn't believe in God. Well, that brings an interesting element into the conversation about how to pick a mate because you mentioned family. For me, yeah, I family. feel like if you are finding a life partner who you are going to be with for the rest of your life almost 24 7 the opinions of your family should matter very little i mean of course they want you to find a good person but in terms of whether or not they care of your partner's religious beliefs i think that's very irrelevant because it has nothing to do with them they don't have to grow up with that they don't have to live with that for those 24 hours so if you meet someone and you have the conversation and they say you know i'm practicing buddhist and you can respect that and you may want to learn or they may want to learn about christianity and it's mutual. And then an, an important thing is to understand how two different religions are going to impact the kids because, you know, they're mm. going to be affected some way or another. And if you guys establish what you're going to do, it shouldn't matter what your parents think, I feel. But in Bohemian culture, we're so, we tend to rely so much on what our parents feel about our life partners. I wouldn't even get into dating. I feel like dating don't count. Like you could date, your mother will never like someone you're dating mm. and it doesn't matter. And so it comes to the point where you got to marry that person because that's like, your right hand you know your heart strength yeah and then that's but this is the thing too like you have to think you know if you're fortunate and your parents are fortunate they'll be around for a while and then they'll need you if you're a good enough child to take care of them if you're married to somebody then by default you know they need to help you with taking care of your parents too i'm talking about like just to have somebody to help you take care of your parents so like if something happened and you at work and your partner is free Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be nice if they could go buy the house and check on your parents. Yeah, it should or something be like that. That amicable, I you know, agree. If you know, if they could at least care for them the way you would like for them to care for them, or to be able to help out. You know, hopefully your parents have a long, healthy life. But two to one, it probably won't happen, and there'll be some struggles, and you'll need someone to lean on for support because that's hard too. Watching your parents suffer and right, go through right, sickness right. and stuff. You know, we talk about sickness and health in your vows, but then. Another part of it, too, is like the emotional strain that you may have to deal with when you have to mm. watch loved ones go through hard times. You need yeah. you need someone you can lean on. Support, yeah. Like Will and Jada, I think that's what they have. Mm-hmm. Two hardships, they're riding it out. <laughs> so in terms of that, especially when it comes to emotions and, and mental strains that we may go through, Kim and Kanye, what kind of job, in your opinion as a man, do you think Kim is doing? um see that's the thing so remember i spoke about like having someone to be my conscience and keep me in check right i think that's where she's failing because or or maybe she's trying for all we know and you know it's hard i, I know kanye 
I imagine he's a lot to deal with. But one would hope that she could keep him in check. And, you know, when she sees him out there wilding and acting the ass, she could kind of rein him in. One could hope. But then at the same time, he's he's an adult. He's his own person. So we don't really know what that dynamic is like in that relationship. Mm. But it looks a little funny, though. It looks as almost as though she doesn't have his best interests at heart. I'd say that's how it looks, yeah. You know, and then we know a lot about that family. A lot of things that we shouldn't know because their whole life is documented on television. Mm-hmm. And so that's a whole other thing, you know, and you got Kanye talking spicy on Twitter, talking about Chris, stay away from me, stay away from my children. <laughs> um, referring to, to Kim's mom. It's, it don't look too right. I'd say that the optics are very bad, but who's to say Kim isn't doing her part as a supportive right. spouse? I mean, she came to see him eventually, but he's also suffering. He has mental health issues. Yeah. So that's a part of it too, to an extent. You can, you're always going to be there for your partner, but when things get to a certain extreme and they don't want help, like you can take mm-hmm. the horse to the water, but if they don't want to drink, what are you going to do? And I feel yeah. like Kanye is that kind of stubborn where he'll be like, you know, don't worry about it. or I'm okay. or I'm just going to the ranch for a few days. And then you open up Twitter <laughs> and that's what you see. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Who's to say what kind of job Kim is doing? Is she standing yeah. by his side? Yep. That's a good thing. Now, here's a hint and a half for that ass. Mm-hmm. When you're picking, you try to make sure you pick right from the jump. <laughs> so you don't end up in scenarios like that. So this is why I, where all these questions come in. Like, you know, what's... What's your mental health situation like? What's your yeah. parents' mental health situation like? You know, y'all so got true. any hereditary diseases? You got anything I should know about you on any medications? Any bow-leggedness running your family? Like, let yeah, me know. <laughs> you, know you know, you got any murders in your family? Like, that's true. Important question. Alcoholism, so. drug abuse, you know, because you, that's just like the best advice I could give any person who is single under the sound of my voice. In Try to life? pick right from the jump. Yeah, everybody under my under the sound of my voice at Radio Lab. Just try to pick right from the jump. And I, I know it's it's easier said than done, but you gotta do your due diligence. Because you don't wanna end up in these scenarios where you out here and when your partner embarrassing themselves, by default they embarrassing you too, because they represent you. Yep. And they represent you, they represent their family, they represent your family. That ain't easy. And so that you know, that takes me all the way back to our first couple, Mr. Lane's and Miss Stallion, <laughs> you gotta make sure you you pick someone who's your speed. I agree, but to to yeah, I, I give Meg a Meg Meg like what twenty four? I don't think she's looking for a life partner. She probably dating. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm young, but yeah. even when you're dating, no, be clear what you want. Be clear on your your expectations and you know what what you want from your partner, and make sure you're picking someone who's the right speed. That's I agree, all. and remember, people don't change how you meet them. That's how they're going to be. Mm-hmm. People rarely yep. change for others. When people Judge show themselves. you who they are, believe, believe them. them. Yep. That's that's another hint and a half. <laughs> Stolen from, from whoever. Yeah, whoever that was. Whoever we stole that quote from. So all of that being said and picking a partner, at what point do you know when it's time to call it quits? For me, I'd say it'll be around... Like I said, you should set non-negotiables early on. Yeah, it doesn't have yeah. to be like a vocal thing, but mentally know what you're going to deal with and what you're not going to mm-hmm. deal with. And when those things come up, put your foot down. Don't be like, oh, yeah. I'll give them a chance or, you know, whatever. Yeah, no. Stick to your guns. Yeah. Especially if you're ready to get married. On a, like Now, marriage and being in a long-term relationship is a different thing. If yeah. that's the person you say you want, you committed to that person, be committed. That may mean that, you know, you have to go through some of those non-negotiables and you might need to negotiate you know yeah, ain't nothing that's, wrong that's with good that. point 
But it's, it's great to, from the jump, have your priorities straight, know what you want, draw your line in the sand, and say, once this start going here, as soon as you tell me you love me or I feel like I love you, I don't want to do that, cut. Or if really? you disrespect me, you disrespect my friends, you know, you you don't know how to act when you're drunk, that's a line you cross. No, Dropping some gems it. here, man. <laughs> and they should be paying me for this. I mean, the least you could do, truth be told, is like and subscribe and leave a comment. That, that would be the bare minimum. <laughs> but, you know, like, I think that's, that's valid. You know, make sure you have your priorities set and know what you're looking for. Know what, know what your expectations are and just stick to them. Don't be going with people just because, oh, she cute. Oh, he looks nice. Oh, he nice, got money. So, yeah, yeah, man, honestly, there's no relationships aren't a necessity yeah, and people not, out not, there. Not saying that that's the wrong thing to do, but make sure you're going in with clear intentions. If this is just a sex thing, make sure you keep it clear to yourself this is just a sex thing. Yeah, yeah, and let that yeah. be established between the two of you. Don't don't mislead yeah. people. Like, we and, all and enough to take some tough talk. Yeah, man. Yeah. Communicate. Just be you know, upfront. If it don't work out, if it don't work out. Don't, you don't got to be killing yourself. Yeah, you know, time it. heals all wounds, as they say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's enough. You drop enough knowledge, dropping books on the floor. Kick your I know y'all. Y'all pay like a hundred dollars a session for these things and in these relationship <laughs> workshops and stuff. Like, just like and subscribe. You get these like gems for free. Leave a comment. You know, we'll be back at you shortly with some more hot fire. Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, let us know down in the comments what you think. You got any questions? And if you, you have feeling? any commentary to add to things that you think maybe should be considered for relationships and picking a mate for a long time relationship or leading to marriage, drop it in the comments. Let us know and we can have some intelligent discussions about it. Yeah, we can, we can revisit. This is an evergreen topic. Yep. We can talk about this shit for days and years and decades on end. Yeah, we ain't nothing to do but get locked down anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got that. I will start you on the lockdown. But yeah, thanks for listening. Um, if you made it this far, you're a real one. Thanks. Take care. Stay safe. Take it easy. Deuces. Yeah.